drivers are as crazy as I am. So here we go. Drivers, start your engine. And here we go. We are back with another episode of the Logan and Cody show. I'm your host, Cody. Logan is in the studio as well. But this week we have a new member of the show that we're really excited about. I'd like everyone meet Matt, the producer. Matt, say hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Due to the overwhelming success of the show, corporate allowed us to get a producer. So hopefully our recording goes a little better and the editing is a little easier on the show. Again, we appreciate all the support. Be sure you like and subscribe on YouTube and all the other platforms we have uploaded the show to. We'd also like to welcome a new radio affiliate this week, 91.6 The Prairie in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thank you for joining all our other radio affiliates. So now we're going to read the YouTube comments like we do every week. Uh, Stu the intern has poured over thousands and thousands of comments, and he has picked the best five this week. And uh, so we'll start off with Blake Hensley comes in with first monotone mumbles, which Matt, that's you. You didn't you didn't come in first last week. Yeah, I know. I, I was driving home, and you guys uploaded it, so I wasn't able to get in on time. And so we we had him join the show. So now he can always be first. Now I know the upload schedule, and I can get it right as the second it uploads. So Blake Hensley, the the meme report guy, came in first this week. Ken Starner, our now beer correspondent, says a 1.31% improvement over last week, specifically from the 242 to 310 mark. See my lawyers for further comment. Thank you for your comment, Ken. Oh, Blake Hensley left another comment. Radio segment was heat. Rolling on the floor laughing. Uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy the radioactive segment. Uh, Dylan Redding, uh, former guest of the show. Uh, I demand a photo of Stu the intern. Uh, Dylan, Stu is a very private person. Uh, we've we've talked to him a little bit about it, but he, he doesn't want a public presence. Um, and finally, uh, Michael Lawrence comes in and he says, this show is cheesier than me. It's like we got beef or something. Well, thank you for the comment. Uh, Michael, we, we appreciate everyone commenting, and I'm sorry we couldn't read all the comments on the show, but this is only a 30 to 40 minute show or whatever it works out being. This week on the show, uh, we have some new segments that we're pretty excited about. Um, we're going to do some headlines, run down some of the leagues that we report on. Dakota Camper coming in strong this week with the Southern Excitement Racing League report. It's really something to behold. We're going to go over the NASCAR officials in iRacing this week. Uh, we have a radioactive. And then we're going to have two interviews, one with Dakota Camper and one with Josh Hall. Let's get going with headlines. Logan, what do you got? Right out of the gate, Sunday night, Brooke Qualley wins three in a row. Is that Brooke Qualley in air quotes? Yeah. I was running around the garage <laughs> area after the race, the digital garage area, and I was talking to some drivers, and there's a lot of speculation on who's actually driving that car. There is uh, there are some rumors that some people believe it's Jackson Quali actually running it, but I don't know. I would recommend that maybe they put up a webcam in the Quali home to maybe record whoever's racing so we know for sure. But what would the what would the motive be of, of Jackson running the, the ARCA Rookie Series? I think Jackson is basically too good to run the ARCA Rookie, so they have him oh. in the so they have him in the ARCA Pro, and I think it would just look bad if you put him in the ARCA Rookie. But if you have Brooke Quali racing, then it's, you know she's new, so it's not a big deal. Now I'm a hundred percent on board with this. Now that makes total sense. Yeah, it's totally Jackson. Uh, I've heard that she never responds over the mic. It's always broken. She's always typing. Yeah, it's definitely suspicious. Other note from that race, at the end of the race, last caution, I think it was like three to go, David Wright got into Greg, the legend, Fronick. And oh. then after the race, Fronick piled right into David Wright. His temperatures weren't hot, but they were definitely getting a little bit warm. 
But uh, you will find out later in the week. It gets uh, gets a lot hotter for sure. Wait, wait, wait. This is the Arca Rookie Series? The Arca Rookie. Pronick, for You're some telling- reason, gets in both. He's the only driver, I think, in the Arca Rookie and the Pro. No, no, no. Stop, though. You're telling me the two drivers that are in Arca Rookie and an iOS Cup Series got into each other and caused a problem in Arca Rookie. Yes, that is correct. My goodness. It doesn't even make sense when you think about it. How are these cup drivers in iOS in the ARCA Rookie Series? I'm not even allowed in the Discord. I'm not in the Discord either. Matt, Matt, are you in the Discord? No, they wouldn't let me in. We need to reach out to somebody and get in that Discord. I mean, we could have have Dean Qualley on the show again, but anyway, what else you got? All right, so then we moved on to Monday night to the ARCA Pro Series with all our professional drivers, and... (laughs) That race was at the Southern National Motorsport Park, and that race was a disaster. <laughs> that race had 13 cautions with 65 caution laps in a 105-lap race. I mean, as soon as you said the word Southern National, I, I, I didn't envision anything else different happening. I ended up on my roof about halfway through that race. I don't even know how it was possible, but I ended up on my roof, and then I was just laps down, just pacing around. I didn't even know who won it until just now when I looked it up, and it was Isaiah Gill who won that race. Yeah, it's good to see Isaiah running for the first five races again, and then he'll quit. And also in that that race, we had a lot of drama, a lot of angry drivers, as you can imagine with all those cautions. So we had Brian Mural Jr. He was hot on the radio, which you're going to hear on the Radioactive. Uh, we also had Greg the Legend Fronick, crazy on the radio. And we had Ronald Cole absolutely going crazy on the radio and after all the drama at the end of the race the ios officials announced that ronald cool would get a one race suspension now i reached out to the ios admins to figure out why ronald cool was suspended and not brian mural jr and greg the legend Fronick. and they said it was because he made a personal threat of harm and i think basically he said something along the lines that he was going to bash somebody's skull in that deserves no part in iRacing. Yeah, so I think it was a great call. I agree with it 100%, and hopefully that never happens again. I think it was it was that he was new, too, is, is kind of the reason that it wasn't an automatic boot from the league. I think uh, since he'd only done like three races, I think they worked with him a little bit. Yeah, he uh, they were definitely very fair with him. So after that race, you can imagine Greg was getting even hotter. He was <laughs> definitely starting to, starting to boil there, but not, not quite boiling yet. So then we roll on over to the Cup Series on Tuesday night at Atlanta, and Stephen Black won that race. Not a surprise, the guy's winning everything. But also in that race, we had Greg the Legend Fronick once again with hot temperatures. (laughs) He was uh, mad at Colton Kinsey for, I guess, racing him. Not really sure what Colton did wrong there. And he decided to park his car and leave. Definitely fuming at the end of that race. Yeah, I think I think he he was under the impression that Colton might have been a lap down, and he was frustrated that Colton was racing him so hard. But Colton's on the lead lap. I'm not too sure what else he wants Colton to do. Yeah, Colton was running up front all day. At the end of the race, though, he did obviously cause that big wreck on the last lap there. But other than that, he was running up front and he was doing well. Yeah, that was a fun race. I uh, I had a good time in that race. Me too. And then on Wednesday night, we rolled off to the Truck Series at Atlanta, and Brian Nudie, who also comes on this show occasionally, won that race. That that race had a lot of drama in it. Uh, yeah, but there's a big but in this one, right? Go ahead. Yeah, there's a few things I want to talk about. First one is, Isaiah Gill is absolutely proud of me because I gilled it about halfway through that race. <laughs> and because I gilled it and wrecked half the field, surprisingly, there was no caution. So. To, to the listeners, we should explain real quick, uh, killing it is when you, on a restart, spin your tires and take out the entire field, or most of the entire field. That's right. And just so you know, Gil did reach out to me after the race and said that he's proud of me and loves me like a son. Oh, I'm honored. good. Okay. Anyways, so after that, the caution didn't come out, drivers were mad, and one of the things that I think upset some of the drivers was the race control came over the radio and said, should I throw the caution? And To the eventual winner of the race, mind you. Yes, to Brian Nudie. But Brian replied back, no, don't throw the caution, because in the rule book, it is racing yellows only, not admin yellows. 
So it was the right call, but it does look bad that race official did come over the radio and say that. Yeah, for sure. I think I think Daniel, I'm going to say Michelle, uh, said it best. He said race control should be controlling the race. And, I, and it didn't feel like race control was controlling the race there. I agree. Also in that race, we have Greg the Legend Phronic once again in trouble. So because the yellow didn't come out, he was upset about it. And he was cursing about it, which you'll hear on the radioactive. So he decided to wreck his truck on his own in turn one. He just turned it right into the wall to try to get a caution, but he failed at doing so. So there was no caution. So he then exited the race. And after all the events that happened during the week, he was suspended indefinitely from the iOS series. We should be fair to, to Fronick, though. He, he did quit first. He did say he quit at first, but he did. The iOS admins, when I reached out to them, said that they brought <laughs> him into a room to discuss what happened over the week and that Greg left that conversation without actually coming up with a resolution. And that was why he was suspended indefinitely. My impression, gotcha. my impression from the admins is that if he comes back and talks it through, that they would probably come to some kind of resolution and he'd be able to race again. I don't well, know if that's going to happen or not. And it's also important to know that he did do some bashing and made bad comments on the Intensity Broadcasting Facebook comment page, which didn't help him either. To the point where they had to be taken down? I don't know if they took it down or not. Okay. But he so, was, okay, so, so he, was just, he was just all over the place then? Yes. He was angry, and it's a, it's a shame to see because last season I had a lot of fun racing with Fronick. He's a great guy. I would love to hang out with him, but just this year, for some reason, he's he turned into a Dustin Dean. For sure. We love us some Fronick on the Logan and Cody show. I hope he gets his head right, and hopefully he can come back. And then after that, Thursday night, we had the Pelican Snowballs Super Speedway Series, and all three of us were actually in that race. How did the race go for you, Matt? Ah, it went pretty well. I, I had a, a small wipeout on one of the laps, but I was able to recover uh, once caution was thrown and was able to get back up and was in top 10. Is that your career best finish? Uh, so far, yeah. Way to go. How'd you do, Cody? I think you were lapped down most of the race. Oh, it was great. Uh, my my good buddy, Mr. Miller, I believe it was, had a steering wheel go out at the beginning of the race right before we were about to go green, locked up the tires, bunch of people piled in. I got damage. Uh, and then on pit road, I, I, I went a lap down and I never got back on the lead lap. So 50 laps, it was, it was a great time. But, uh, Logan, I think you actually finished. Did you beat Matt? I did. I finished third and I was actually a lap down for a lot of that race. I was leading the race and then somewhere around lap 15, uh, I got taken out as the leader and had to get towed. So I was a lap down, but I actually drove my way to the front of the pack and got my lap back the hard way. And drove myself up to third. Man. Another cool thing about that race was that our guest on the show, Josh Hall, who's coming on later, actually got heated. And that's the first time I've ever heard him get heated on the radio. Oh, he was he was hot. I loved it. We should hear it more often. Is it on Radioactive? You bet it is. Nice. And that basically sums up all the iOS and the Pelican Snowball series. We have Dakota, who's going to do a rundown of the Southern Excitement Racing League. And also, if there's any other leagues out there who are listening and who want to have a segment to discuss their league, we are open to that. Just reach out to us, and we will get you on the show. Yeah, 100%. Um, we are, we're just going to touch on Blazing Pedals real quick. Uh, Derek Paulson wins a 200-lap race at Motegi Twin Ring, and you can find that on Turn 3 Network. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. Trust me, I'm not drunk. Yeah, you're very disrespectful. I am not drunk. Beer break. Now we're going to do another first on this show, and it could go really, really well, or it could go really, really bad, or it could just be completely average like everything else. But we had a guy named Ken Starner leave a comment on YouTube. Our lawyers talked to his lawyers for some odd reason. And what came out of it was he's going to start doing a weekly beer segment. And we were really excited because it's beer. Who doesn't like beer? Now we're going to welcome Ken Starner to the show. Ken, how are you? Great. You sound really excited to be here. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're excited. We have some Canadians here 
on the show in the studio here, and um, they like beer, so I, I think this will go well. Ken, what makes you qualified to come on the Logan and Cody show and talk to us about beer? Well, I have a background in homebrewing. That's how I started out. And I currently work at a brewery, Crooked Handle Brewing Company in Springboro, Ohio. Uh, I've been working there for, oh, a little over five years. And they graciously helped me go to Cincinnati State Technical School to get an associate's degree in brewing science. How old are you? I am 35. And you said you started five years ago, so you started when you were 30? Yes. Any kind of beer experience before then, other than just drinking it? Uh, Yeah, pretty much just drinking it. (laughs) Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Ken, did you just open up a beer? Uh, Yes, I did. How much have you been drinking tonight? Uh, You know, like four or five at the moment. You know about our our strict no beer policy, right? My My lawyers have not informed me of such things. I think we got clearance from legal for him to drink on the show. I don't exactly know. My understanding is that's part of the deal here, boys. Yeah, it's the beer break. I, th- I think he can be drunk. It- it'll be fine. Just just go with it. What kind of beer are you drinking? Oh, this is the summer beer of the year. It's a natural light, uh, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise known as a natter day. It's the special edition pineapple lemonade version. Now, is that a local beer? I believe it's a national beer. Do you guys get this up in Canada? <laughs> To be honest, I don't drink beer at all. So me neither. Oh, good. So so <laughs> three of the people on this segment right now don't drink beer, and Ken's <laughs> the only one that does. Oh, this is going well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so is but but Natty Light, I that's a local beer in Cincinnati? No, Cody, this is a national brand. You could get this anywhere, Cody. All right, so what's on tap down at the Crooked Handle Brewery right now? Well, we have a variety of uh, flagships on right now. We have uh, our Trinity Haze is really popular. That's a New England IPA. We also have our most popular, I would call it maybe like a dessert beer, is our peanut butter porter. Those are our two most popular right now. Are the IPAs really popular? People still drink them. Yeah, I don't don't get it. Oh, so you're not a a put a giant piece of sod in your mouth and chew it for a while type of guy, because that's what I equate drinking IPA to. Uh, that would be correct. However, there are IPAs that are what I would say is drinkable. What, and they still have the, the same alcohol content and the, and the hops? Or is it less hoppy? Uh, yeah, sometimes they're less hoppy, but generally there's the same amount of quote-unquote hoppiness. But uh, it will come across as more fruity, depending on what hops and when you put them in the beer. Interesting. Like I always thought that I just couldn't drink any IPAs because I just didn't like them, but and maybe I'll check some out. Yeah, so I would recommend you check out some New England IPAs or hazy IPAs. Those have more maltiness to them to balance the bitterness. Have you ever made crockpot wine? Crockpot wine? No, I'm not familiar with that. It's pretty complex. You know, you, you take grapes, you get some grape juice, and you just put it in a crockpot. You cook it for a while, and you get crockpot wine. I, be- I believe at some point there should be some yeast involved, maybe, or grapes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, usually you get uh, like a packet of yeast, just you know, throw it in. Have you tried that before, Matt? Yeah, actually, M- Michaela, my my wife, made it for me one time. It it was interesting. Wait, wait, define define interesting. <laughs> but like it it tasted like wine. It it was stronger because we left it on for a little too long. But uh, yeah, it, it was good. She saw it on a, a YouTube video one time. She saw people making it. She's like, "Oh, we need to try this because you know it, it was better than like toilet hooch." You know, so it, well, that's this, what I was gonna say. This is like this is like an episode of Locked Up. Like that's the same process, isn't it? You just upgraded the porcelain, right? Oh, so it's it's basically toilet hooch just in a crockpot. <laughs> One more question for you. All right. How do you feel about the ever-rapidly growing interest rates that is crippling our banking industry, as well as the flaws presented in the stock market related to the GME short squeeze? And how do you think crypto could solve this? Oh, man, that's a good question. I think that people should just go drink some more beer and not worry about all that shit. That's a good answer. I think we should give this guy a weekly segment. Ken, thank you so much for being on the show. I, I think we've learned a lot from this. I think we've been entertained, but we really do appreciate your expertise and we're looking forward to have you on again next week. Uh, yes, my lawyers have told me I'm obligated to come next week. Thank you. Y'all ready for the Southern Excitement Racing League's weekly update?
This is Dakota Camper with the Southern Excitement Racing League Weekly Update. SERL currently runs two series, the Sixer 1K Truck Series on Saturday nights and the SERL Cup Series presented by Simbox on Sundays. To get you all caught up on the Sixer 1K Truck Series, we are five races in. Justin Michael has three wins and Joey Doucette with one. The fifth race took place at the beautiful Richmond Raceway where Dustin Matson was set to dominate by leaving the most laps and taking home the stage victory. But in the closing laps, Blake Giglio took the lead and Dustin fell to second. With only a few laps to go, the battle for second heated up as Dustin opened a gap and the three truck jumped into second place but almost instantly self-spun into the inside wall bringing out the caution and ending his chance at a top five. That three truck was piloted by Dakota Camp, uh, well, uh, wh- wh- what an idiot that guy is. Anyways, a huge wreck ensues on the next restart, sending several contenders to pit lane to fix damage. With one final restart, Blake Giglio holds off the field to get his first truck victory of the season. But Blake Giglio is no stranger to victory lane, winning five times in the SERL Cup Series. The Cup Series runs the full 36-race NASCAR schedule, and 16 races in, we have 11 different winners, with only Blake Giglio and Travis Scramita being repeat winners. This Sunday, we hopped into the next-gen cars and ran our All-Star race. The Darren's Nail Gun Repair All-Star Open was a 50-lap race with the top nine advancing to compete in the 20-car All-Star race. On the final laps, Travis White gives the bumper to John McMillan Jr. and goes on to finish side-by-side with Joey Doucette for the race win. The all-star format included four segments of varying length. Ronnie Osmer scored the Zero X Designs Pole Award, but Travis Cremita dominated most of the first stage, with John McMillan Jr. powering around on the high side on the final lap of the first 40-lap segment to take stage one. In the second stage, Travis once again assumed the lead and led almost the entire thing with Blake Giglio making a move in the final laps to take the lead and the 30-lap Stage 2 victory. In the 20-lap third segment, Travis Cremita would not be denied and he took home the victory for the money in third stage. With the final 10-lap segment set to begin, both Travis Cremita and Blake Giglio pit for tires and almost no one goes with them. Ronnie Osmer now takes the lead with multiple cautions from drivers trying to get that all-star victory. We ended up going into double overtime and Ronnie was able to have several flawless restarts and takes home the SERL Season 1 All-Star Championship. Looking forward, the trucks are off this week and the cup cars head to the newly added Nashville Super Speedway. Catch all the action on the Throttle Up Racing Network at 9.30 p.m. on Sunday. And as always, thanks to SimShots for providing the professional iRacing photography. And a huge shout out to Justin Lumpkin for making that incredible SERL League promo. Back to you, Logan and Cody. Thanks, Dakota. Now let's throw it over to the Radioactive. Welcome to the Logan and Cody show. Man, the legend has exited the building. Did you come up and hit me on purpose? What? Did you just get tires right then? Yeah. Move. I'll just move. I'm going to block every single lane. Thank you. Don't just give it to him. Yeah, earlier he's like, hey, uh, take the bottom. And proceeded to sit on my door. <laughs> he turned him. He turned him. That's all right. It's racing. Sorry, I was not paying attention. I was in the wrong lane. You're driving, Colton. Woo! Yeah. Thank you. Kyle, are you drunk? Uh, Kyle, are you there? The legend must be racing for. If it was a sim, he would have spun me out. Car, dude, I raced doesn't have shit on NASCAR heat. Sheesh. NASCAR heat looks like R-Factor Pro compared to iRacing. But you're on tires too, right? So watch out here, guys. I am driving on tires. I was going to say, I thought we all had tires. Ha, 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 ha. I'm on a Lego block, dude. That's what I feel like I'm on. That one might have been on me, but... Yeah, Chris, you were lucky. You went right through that. Many as it takes. Not that I'm, like, not confident that we won't need them or anything like that. I hate these old tires. I... I just want to park it. Yeah, me and Logan still got a set. I've still got two waiting in the pits. I haven't taken two tires all race. Yeah, it'd be nice to have that choice. Go high on this restart. I'm down on power. Yeah, that was my fault. Hey, guys, when the caution's out, check up. 
Like you just flew by at 100 miles an hour like 10 seconds after the caution's out. Because the caution isn't out. Yeah, never saw a caution. Sorry about that, Logan. Colt, you're doing Dustin Dean proud with that number, buddy. Nice win, Stefan. Nice win. All good, man. All good. And it'd be nice if these guys could do a green line checkered to the finish without tearing up half the damn field. He turned him. He turned him. Can I have some money? I'm confident. How's your nut fan up there, Colin? That I got the right battery. She's working. Man. Not supposed to use a car battery? Colin, would you like to answer that? The ad said battery sold separately. I didn't know which battery. Car battery was closest. What would you do? I mean, you can get Manscaped at the same time. I did. Like, it looks huge. It's dark. Got a little burnt. But... Oh, it looks huge because it's swollen. Three for one. You can get a bisectomy, too. Yeah, I'm sterile, Manscaped, and swollen. Like, it's a win-win. So what if you got a big front bump? You wouldn't have a big front bump after, right? Is that what you're saying? Eddie just heard sterile and he was all in. Yeah, I got nothing for that, Devin. That was good. <laughs> Someone tell the broadcast booth I'm not on your tire. I'll take the outside. The broadcast on me have to ask, is it Pronounce, is your last name Michelle or Mickle? Mitchell. Mitchell. Michelle. You've seen Dodgeball, right? Yeah. Isaiah, how about the wheel spin? Isaiah, speak up. We can't hear you. Legend, I'm getting a lot of room up there. Cheeseburger, you got to go. I'm going as fast as she'll let me go. All right, now you can slow down. Hello, Daniel. All right, Eddie, you owe me one for not killing us both there. No, I was right beside you. Like, I was bumper to bumper with you, door to door. That's all I got, Todd. It won't go. Yeah, it was pretty sketchy. I did, but apparently I get an EOL, so that's fantastic. For what? There was two cars. Uh, one was pushing the other one into pit road and totally blocked my entry as I was coming in. So I had to put two wheels under the grass on pit entry, and I get an EOL. Yeah, that's awful. There were meatballs taking up the uh, entry lane all the way to the right. Should have gone all the way to the left. Yeah, and I'm totally not bitter either. It's fine. <laughs> Eddie, does Logan have a spoiler for you? He doesn't need it. It makes him faster. Less drag. It's probably ripped in half. I'm on VR. I don't think VR's caught up to the graphics yet. That Michael Waltrip spoiler. Colin, my bad there, man. I didn't see you coming. I was trying to get my fast repair turned on and got too far to the right. It's all good, man. I know what you guys are doing. They're just If there was like a foot more room, it wouldn't have been a problem. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. Wow, guys. Caution. Where's the yellow? Yeah. Yellow? Hello? You guys got to throw the yellow. You kidding me? That wasn't a yellow? Dude, the whole field wrecked. The guy was sideways. There's no yellow for that? You got to be f***ing kidding me. The whole field wrecked? No caution? Okay. We, we need a yellow guy. Come on. Too late. Now we're off f***ing two laps down. You want me to throw the yellow and... I racing yellows. I mean, we, we've had this situation before. How can you be sideways and point in the right direction? The guy I hit wasn't going in the right direction. You'll watch this back, Ryan, and you'll you'll know what we're talking about. This race is officially under protest. You're officially under protest. What are you going to do about it? I just want to hear Atley losing his mind right now. Greg, how are your attempts? Thank you, sir. Zach, bottom when you get here. Thank you. Thank you for not wrecking me. 95 pitting, 95 pitting, 95 pitting. What's up, buddy? Dude, he dropped a banana pill in front of me. Yeah, next time try and give me three lanes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't know why we have a race control. 70%. I know I was backwards at one point. Hitting me any time now, bud. Lap car, can you go high, please? That works, too. Typical American. Opposite of what he's asked to do. No, it would have been a shit show. Sorry about that. I don't know if I came down on you or what. Not really what I wanted. I'd say, Blink, you're, uh, you're getting pretty rough here tonight. If I could tuck in, I don't think we should be through wide the whole time. Just went into the stands when you guys went past me. Uh, you seem to have leveled out now. Yeah, you weren't clear there, one more clear. I'm leaning a little. Ooh. I'm on 16. Jesus Christ. Come on, go. Let's get up. I can't believe I survived that. James, how bad are you, Toro? Your nose is good. Your back is a little bumped up. I got to get back in the pits, bud. I'm, wi I'm wide open. I got to do the same thing. I got to take my quick repair. 53 will be faster if you hold up for one second. Hey, uh, Logan, you guys go ahead. I, I got a little bit of little bit of damage that I hadn't fixed. 17 is entering turn three right now. I'm going to be fitting in target. 88, go on by and pick me up. Sorry, sorry. I had to cool down. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I got slight damage. Yep. Thank you, Lappers. Can't line, 88. McBride, why are we racing, man? Come on. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Come back down, Todd. There's going to be another big one there. Well, you all good? I just checked up. I should have called it out. That's my fault. Ooh, that rear got loose. I mean, try to keep getting line. We'll go faster, bud. Get in there, Steve. Get in, Steve. Good. Carry a moment. Trying to get to you. Right, I'm here. Got a car blowing up the motor, blowing up in front. My bad, Eddie. I was trying to tell you to back it down. I missed the button on my steering wheel. Hey, now the pit's too hard and spun and lost it. That's... That's it. Stay in it, guys. we got to catch up pace cars a long way from here. Never mind. I'll just do it. Please don't do whatever you're going to do. Relax, Cody. I'm fine. Why would you do that? How dumb are you? You can't even get a sorry out of that f***er either. I don't know why you would block that. Why are you sticking your nose where it shouldn't be? There's five laps to go. If there's the last lap, I get it, but man. You're just f***ing throwing moves for no reason. Yeah, there's five laps. It's hard to pass. I'm going three wide. You blocked it. I wasn't blocking it. I was following the car in front of me. I didn't even hear my spotter call that you were below me. Next thing I know, I'm turned sideways. You did this. All right. Clear the chat. Clear the chat.
top five. I mean, use your brain here. Hey, it's all good. Go around me here. It's all I got. Brand new truck, too. Might as well be perfect. Car is seven. You drove right down on the front right there. Doesn't look too bad, actually. I tried to keep it off of Jackson. Hey, seven, did you hear me? I didn't mean to get into you. You were, like, almost clear, but you clipped the front of my car. It's all good, man. I was, like, in your driver's seat. I don't know if I got... It must have been net code. I think that I caused that caution is what I'm saying. Hey, Brian, why don't you get yourself a spotter? Damn, Kyle, you stuck it in there hard. Yeah, I was... I was loose. Too much sticking going on there. Too fitting. We should have done heat races. Like NASCAR Heat 5? The alphabet soup. I don't think they have it on there either there, Greg. Hey, Logan, I just want to know what the inside of my colon looked like. You should probably go to a doctor. He didn't look very good. <laughs> I've seen it, too. You might want to get it checked out. Looks like crap. Hey, 29, I didn't mean to hit you a minute ago, but uh, I was looking at my keyboard, and... I looked up anywhere. I'm sorry. And I just didn't know if we had any beef or something. <laughs> yeah, I vote for that, too. As you could tell, it didn't make much of a difference. Isaiah. We could double file, single file. Hell, we could even do tri- quadruple file. Let's do figure eight racing. You wanted the best. You got them for a breath. To see everybody in great spirit tonight. Everybody else getting dizzy? I can't believe I showed up sober for this. Man, this race is so much shit, I can't even get mad and cuss anybody out. I mean, that's fun. I'm glad to see all the pride paint schemes out here tonight. Classic. My favorite one. Come on, 20. I was sitting down there for a damn lap. Come on. Shut your crying ass up. I ain't fucking scared of you or anybody else in this goddamn chest. So shut the fuck up. I didn't mean to hit you. You are the stupidest motherfucker I've ever seen. I watched you coming at me for the straightaway. Like, what are you doing? Oh, Radio Sweetheart of the Week. Brian Merrill Jr. for the second week in a row. You can't, Jr. I ain't fucking scared of any of this motherfucker. Call me a motherfucking pussy. You're lucky you ain't fun of me, because I'll beat your fucking skull in. All right. All right. All right. Everybody chill. 24. If you let off the brake pedal, you don't lock them up, and you don't slide into me. And Junior Nation is on their feet. Come on, man. Don't piss with a man like that. He's got everybody else for it. He ain't got me motherfucking for it. Dylan, you gonna you gonna buy me a drink or you just gonna do me like that? Greg, I love how you had to hold the f bomb back so hard. That dude got a radio or no? What's up? I mean, you gave me whiplash. You know, just a little. Uh, hey, sorry, man, would work. You know, blow me. I don't even know you. Just so you know, '94, Dylan. I raced out of the windshield. I don't mirror drive like most of these people out here. So I expect someone behind me to check up if they have to. Hey, how are your temps now? Hey, Nudie, are you alive? I got I got my mirrors turned off, too, but I still got a spotter. Just saying. Well, you're a superstar. How do you think Junior's temps are doing? How do you know? I didn't think you had mirrors. I don't have mirrors. I have the black box that everyone should be looking at, too. There's my buddy Todd up there. Hey, Fronick. 94. He's trying to pat. He's like Ryan Newman. Blink must, must have a racing coach. Nah, baby. Did it all myself. When I was at Apex, all I had to do was just be a drunk and wreck all the time. <laughs> was Bustin' Dean on that team? Daddy's correct. Boom. Daddy. Damn it, Pro Vault. I think I've never seen this before in my life. First time ever. Did you say oil? Yeah, it was like liquid pulling up the back of it. It's the weirdest thing. It's Mario Kart, baby. I didn't pass anybody. 24, you are a dumb son of a bitch, man. Why don't you get the hell out of here? Hey, the man can't even defend himself. <laughs> Kick that guy out of here, race control. Get that guy out of here. Guy's a piece of shit. 19. What's going on, bud? What was that for? Your uh, temps look hot there, Greg. You're smoking. What a d- Sorry, 31. That was my bad. Yeah, no s*** was your bad. Couldn't handle getting past. I had to dump somebody for a spot. Sounds like a move to me. Sorry, Dylan. I uh, I tried to check up. I didn't expect you to check up a little bit more in the middle of the corner. Let's do this again next week. Our next guest. You can hear him on Intensity Broadcasting as the voice of the iOS Cup Series, Josh Hall. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you being here. Josh, you are a man with many talents. Not only are you a racer, but you're also an announcer with Intensity Broadcasting. You also do car designs. Is there anything else that I'm missing? I am a semi-professional bowler. A lot of people don't know that about me, um, which is something I I love to do. COVID kind of killed that dream of mine this year, but hopefully next year I'll be able to do uh, a few more tournaments and get out there a little more. Do you have any trophies? Uh, I have two bowling trophies, and I have uh, four 300 games to my name. On the iRacing side of things, when did you start iRacing, and what brought you into it? iRacing, I started 11 years ago. Uh, There was an advertisement on NASCAR.com that said, join iRacing, get the cup car for free. At the time, it was the COT with the big wing on the back of it, and get Daytona for free. And uh, it was the first year that they had the Daytona 500. And uh, that's what brought me into iRacing. I've been sim racing since I was a little kid. I mean, I'm 36 now, and I remember buying uh, NASCAR Racing 2 
for uh, my PC and having a wheel. And that's kind of where my love for sim racing came in. I've been in love of racing all sorts of motorsports my whole life. So, uh, yeah, 11 years going strong and uh, haven't let the subscription lapse once. Are you are you strictly a PC gamer or are you a console gamer as well? I am mostly PC. Um, I do have a Nintendo Switch. I do like my uh, Super Mario Maker. I actually trying to stream that at some point, but I haven't been able to get a capture card that will do the Switch yet. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's about it, really. So how did you end up also doing broadcasting? How did you meet up with Intensity? So that's a really funny story, actually. This is a good one. A lot of people don't know this. So Intensity was started by uh, Atlee, Atman Weiss, and uh, his father, Dayton. And a lot of people know Atlee is a very talented announcer. And he's a very talented race car driver. And he runs down at Langley. And he's actually announced at Langley and Virginia, uh, Virginia Speedway. And uh, when COVID hit, he wasn't able to race. He wasn't able to get to the racetrack. And Atlee's dream, a lot of people don't know this either, is he wants to be a NASCAR announcer. That is his goal in life. So uh, me and Joe have known each other. We've both been on iRacing for 11 years, Joe Wright. And Joe is Atlee's basketball coach. And that's how Intensity Broadcasting started was Joe said, Hey, Atlee, why don't you try announcing some races online? He'll give you something to do. They built the computer. And then Joe became the secondary broadcaster with Intensity. Um, one Sunday night, they picked up a league, uh, the original Rebels League, their first season. And Joe texts me. He's like, hey, man, I know you've been uh, kind of our in-race reporter. You should uh, come over and announce a race with me. I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't think I'll be very good at it. It's like, no, nah, come on. It'll be fun. So I did it as just, you know, helping him out. I thought it was going to be a one-time thing. Well, now I'm announcing Sunday nights, Tuesday nights, and uh, possibly Saturday nights. Um, we do a doubleheader. I do a doubleheader on Tuesdays. I'm going to be doing a doubleheader on Sundays and uh, as well as Tuesday nights. Or, uh, sorry, Sunday nights, Tuesday nights. Yeah, I mean, my schedule's packed. <laughs> so what do you enjoy more? you enjoy driving more or announcing? It's a mixture. I mean, um, I've always loved the Super Speedways, and that's why I've really enjoyed the Pelican Snowball League. Uh, Super Speedways are kind of my forte. That's how I met Joe, was running a Super Speedway League. But since joining iOS, I've... Uh, had a lot of fun i did dirt with you guys last year in the ios dirt dominator series that was a lot of fun i wasn't very good at it but it's kind of a mixture sometimes i'm excited to get on track and sometimes i'm excited to announce especially when we've announced races like uh last night if you didn't catch that check out the atlanta cup series race on intensity broadcasting that's on facebook youtube and twitch got a little plug there that was probably one of the more exciting races i've called in a long time so other than doing car designs, do you do any other kind of artwork or anything like that? Uh, not really. I mean, I make the memes sometimes in the uh, iOS <laughs> series. But uh, no, I mean, car designs thing, it's it's not something I get paid for. I'm no, I'm no Stephen Black, don't get me wrong. You know, Stephen's very talented and, and I won't take anything away from him. But I enjoy painting. It's kind of a uh, stress relief for me. You made all the intensity paint schemes for the truck series and the cup series for the iOS guys, and I love the scheme. You did a really good job on it. Thank you. Yeah, I um I've been doing all the intensity schemes for a while. I mean the the paint side of thing. I mean that also goes back to NASCAR racing too, when uh, the Dodges first came into the Cup series, and uh, obviously that wasn't on the tra the cars yet because it was the '96 season uh in the game and i painted my car to look like the uh 19 casey atwood car so yeah painting's always kind of been uh something i enjoy doing on the side thinking back do you have a favorite call that's a tough one i mean obviously the one that sticks out in my mind right now was last night with stephen black uh winning that race with that huge runoff at turn two um there's been a, a couple memorable ones i think uh the, last night also the dirt race i called my first dirt race that was a lot of fun um those kind of stick out in my mind because they're so recent i think the martinsville race in the ios not because it was a fun race to call because uh i think they had like 14 or 15 cautions 120 laps of caution laps in a 200 lap, uh, lap race but um the excitement that happened at the end between uh ian martin and brian nudie which uh is part of our intro video, and it is a sore subject in Brian Nudie's side every time I bring it up. It's kind of like Isaiah Gill spinning the tires. I would imagine if I've never done a broadcast, but I would imagine, do you dread cautions as in like you have to fill content? Depends. So sometimes 
if there's a you know one or two cautions in a race like uh last night's race i got kind of lucky because uh michael provo gave me a bunch of content for uh, commercials but yeah like a race like tonight that we had in the truck series where there's only two or three cautions it's not too bad because you kind of know that stage break's coming up and you're going to have something to talk about and if you've got somebody else you can banter with i mean me and atley always talk about food me and joe just sit there and make fun of each other so uh you know as long as you have someone there in the booth with you and you can talk to Cautions aren't too, too bad when you have a few of them. Once it starts getting up there in the almost double-digit numbers, then it starts to be like, well, what are we going to talk about now? What are we going to bring up? We can only plug this person so many times. We can only uh, talk about this so many times. So, yeah, sometimes you do run out of content, but you try to figure it out. I don't want to get you in trouble, but uh, who's your favorite person to call the race with? Oh, yeah. Honestly, it's Joe. And it's mostly because me and Joe have known each other for so long. Me and Joe have a real connection when we, we broadcast. I mean, the chemistry that me and Joe have is as weird as that sounds. Um, I guess that's the best way to describe it. We just click. We know what each other's thinking. We don't talk over each other. And uh, yeah, he's probably uh, the most fun to call a race with because we know what we're going to do and say. You sort of got your plugs in earlier, but I want to make sure you get them in. Uh, where can people check your broadcasting out and intensity? You can check out intensity broadcasting. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Just search for Intensity Broadcasting. We're on Twitter, not broadcasting, but I know Atman likes to put up his polls and uh, talk with the community. You can find that in Intensity Broad 1. We're also on eRacing TV, which is something I think is really, really cool. It's a partnership that we've recently come across, and that's on the Fire Stick and the Roku. And uh, what that is, it's actually an app, eSpace Racing TV. It's a free app you can download. Uh, we have over, uh, I, th- I think at this point, we have over 15,000 uh, downloads on that app. It's not our wow. app. It's, it's uh, somebody else's app, but we joined on to it. And uh, you can watch racing seven days a week on eRacing TV on your big screen, on your regular TV. You don't have to pop in YouTube. It's right there. So plus, they, uh, I know there are some replays and some other sports on there as well, but um yeah check that out e-racing tv i gotta give them a plug and a shout out for sure josh we really appreciate you coming on the show and before you leave we just want to say that we really really enjoy your broadcasting we enjoy intensity and we're really thankful for all the things you do for ios thanks for being on the show absolutely and i gotta thank you guys before i leave too because without you guys on the track putting on the show i've got nothing to talk about that's true well what we like i said i think you're a little more important but we'll take the compliment absolutely guys thanks for having me our next guest runs the southern excitement racing league on iRacing, and he is the owner of throttle up racing network which can be found on youtube and other platforms dakota camper thank you for being on the show hey what's going on man nothing much thanks for hanging out with us yeah man uh, excited to talk to you about uh the things we got going on so Dakota, when did you start into eye racing, and what brought you into it? Well, uh, you know, I grew up a, a huge NASCAR fan, and uh, was always into the NASCAR video games on PlayStation. I had a PlayStation growing up, and uh, of course, being a junior fan, I always heard about eye racing, and I was always interested. But once the I was one of the people that come in during the pandemic time. So uh, once we got that first stimulus check, that's what I spent it on. I had to start from scratch. I had to buy a computer. I bought three monitors. I bought the whole deal, man. <laughs> Went all out, jumped right into iRacing, and uh, been doing it just about every day ever since. That was like money well spent. I'm proud of you, man. Well, yeah, I, I jumped right off the deep end and got the triple monitors and everything. I just I just now upgraded my pedals this week to the V3s, and uh, I've only run one race on them, so I'm pretty excited. Dakota, why did you decide to start a league? Uh, well, um, I was in a couple of leagues. I was in one league that kind of dissolved and was kind of put on me and one of my friends. And that was kind of my dipping my toe in the admin role. And then uh, me and another friend joined a different league, and it pretty wild, I'll say that. They had some admins that were not very good. And uh, they had one that... I mean, just like was cussing people out during the races, and they would get involved in incidents and would boot them out of the sessions. And uh, that was when I decided, no, nah, I can't do this anymore. So me and uh, my friend Jamie Dunning, we started this league on Sunday nights uh, right after that. And it was right. I had a lot of people that was asking, you know, or was talking about wanting to be in a league that run with the NASCAR schedule. And that was right at the right time. I was like, Jamie, if we're going to do it, we need to do it now. 
so that we can get on the NASCAR schedule and we can run every Sunday the same the same track that they're running in NASCAR. And that's what we did. We had just enough time to do recruiting and everything, and, and it worked out really well. You're running a full 36 race season? Yeah, 36 races we've done. Also, we just had the All-Star race, and uh, we did a Bristol Dirt race. And we'll probably do something for 4th of July. We haven't had an off week yet. I mean, we've had a couple races that were non-points, but uh, we've raced every single week since February 14th or whenever Daytona 500 was. How long are your races? Uh, They're usually around hour 45 to two hours. They're about uh, the mile and a half are like 150 laps, somewhere around there. If there's anybody who's interested in joining your league, is there any openings right now? Yeah, there's some openings in uh, the truck series, and we're moving people from the truck series up into the cup series to try and fill up that roster again. Uh, but you can find us on Facebook at Southern Excitement Racing League, and uh, if you message us on there, we'll get you the Discord link. I think the Discord link is actually pinned to the wall, so that's where you would go to find us. So you you also have your own broadcasting network, the Throttle Up Racing Network. How did you get into that? Uh, that was one of those things I just uh, found an interest in it. I wanted to see what it was like. I uh, had been streaming some of my races, uh, you know, just me driving. So I kind of knew a little bit about OBS um, and looked into the broadcasting. And yeah, I already had all the equipment from where I was streaming my driving. So I was like, well, I'm just going to try this out. And I, I put a little thing on Facebook about, uh, you know, me wanting to do a broadcast a league for free somebody got in contact with me and, and it was the rebel racing league and i did it their entire fir- first season for free they were a free league so they didn't have any money in, in it anyway so i kind of told them you know you're gonna be my guinea pig i'm learning this thing as we go along so each week i would try something new and i've come up with uh what i think's a, a fairly good product and uh, i really enjoy it it's a lot of fun i get into it uh, you know, I grew up on 90s NASCAR and early 2000s NASCAR when it was really exciting. I, I don't, not much of a fan of the broadcasts nowadays, but I like that excitement. I want to bring the excitement. You do an excellent job calling the races. I listened to the Pelican Snowball Series race, the one that you actually called me to the win the other night, and it was just amazing. You speaking, it just lures me in. It wants me to, to watch it even more. Yeah, I think that's... Uh... You know, something like Fox and, and those guys, they, they want to be too much of an entertainment. And I just want to talk about the action that's happening right in front of me. I think that's the way that it should be done. And that's just what I try to do. I, I get into it. I just I love it. And uh, if I can just call what's in front of me and what's happening and, and sound like it's exciting, then I think a lot of people get drawn into that. Now, do you have any openings for any other leagues that you could broadcast for, or are you you're full? I'm only doing like a, a couple of outside leagues. I'm trying to grow Southern Excitement Racing League, and uh, my broadcast company is going to go along with that. So, so that way I can keep the cost down for my guys in my league. Because if I, the more I broadcast, the less I have to put a burden on them financially. Dakota, tell us a little bit about the uh, Snowball Series. Um, we know you're you're broadcasting that. Uh, what what kind of got that going, and and what kind of made you step up to the plate and help Dylan? Yeah, that uh, that was a situation where you know the whole Max thing went down, and uh, Dylan kind of got put on the outside, but. You know, my relationship with Dylan, when I come into iOS series, uh, you know, he's the one that greeted me. He's the one that drafted me on his team. Uh, having racing an entire cup series with Dylan, uh, you know, I just found him to be such a, a super nice guy. And when I saw all that happen and the way he was treated in that situation, as soon as he was kicked out, I was probably, I don't know, I hope I was the first person that messaged him and was like, let's get this thing going. You know, I I don't mind to step up and and help you out because uh, I think he's a really a really great guy. Yeah, and I, and I think the the numbers kind of spoke for themselves in that aspect. Um, how uh, are you looking to expand, Cyril? You said you might you're looking to maybe expand. What are you looking for more series? Uh, yeah, I'd like to start a rookie series. I think that's a a good you know kind of like a farm system to move people up. And maybe make our truck series into something similar, like a mid-grade series. Um, 
as far as outside of that, you know, I'm open to anything really. But uh, I definitely want to start a rookie a rookie series in the probably next season. What night are you aiming for that? Uh, I'm looking at maybe on uh, Tuesday nights, Monday or Tuesday night. Dakota, before you head out, can you let our listeners know where they can find out more about your league and your network? Yeah, if you want to find out about the Southern Excitement Racing League, you need to check out uh, Southern Excitement Racing League on Facebook. We like to post uh, different pictures from from each week and uh, trying to give as many updates as we can on there. Um, Throttle Up Racing Network, that's on YouTube and Facebook. You can catch us on either place. And, uh, yeah, just check us out. And uh, we'd love to have anybody that wants to come race to join the league. And uh, we appreciate everybody for stopping by and watching on Throttle Up Racing Network. Well, Dakota, we really appreciate you you being on the show. Um, I can vouch firsthand that the Discord you run is amazing. Um, the the series you put on, it's really good racing. There's some really good people in those leagues. Um, so if you are looking for a new iRacing league, be sure to check out Dakota's leagues. Um, Dakota, thanks again for being on the show. Thank you, man. Well, I think it's time to wrap this up. We've had fun. We've had a random guy we found on YouTube do a beer segment. we got to see how that goes with the people. We want to give a special thanks to Matt, the producer, for coming on the show, putting up with me and Logan, and helping us out with the producing. Quickly, what we learned on the show today, Matt, what did you learn? I learned some interesting things about brewing beers, and I look forward to learning more. Good. Logan, what did you learn? I learned to never bring random people you find online onto the show. Hey, hey. We, we don't know how it goes over yet, but I I probably will end up agreeing with you. Um, now, to follow up on this, let's discuss my pay. No, we don't we don't have time for that in the show. That's next week's show, Matt. Please just get with legal and HR. We have a big corporation here that'll, that'll take care of you. And on that note, we really want to thank everyone that's involved in this show, from David Chaput to making all our intro music, to Dakota Camper giving his Sarah report, uh, it was amazing, by the way. Thank you so much, Dakota. Thank you, Josh Hall, for coming on the show. Uh, I know you're a busy guy, and we appreciate you taking the time to give us an interview. And please, please, please hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button, especially on YouTube, but any other platform you find us on. Uh, we'd really, really appreciate it. And tell people about the show. And like Logan said, if you know of a league that would like to be on the show, that to have a weekly segment, Uh, We are completely open to that, so please uh, get them in touch with us, and thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.